Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as per usual, everybody, I am excited and give God praise for being here with all of you on this episode number 86 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, I have another general audience's post for you and another story. So we're going to get into that momentarily. Please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Courages You is coming to you with Pride versus Humility, round two. That's what's coming up next. Well, all right, let's do first things first. Welcome back to my faithful podcast listeners. Oh my goodness, I thank God for each and every one of you. And if this is your first time listening, tuning in, I am extremely excited that you are here. God bless you and we thank God for you. So all you have to do to become official BCU fam, all you have to do is just listen to the podcast and subscribe. It's free and it is an excellent way for you to get a good dose of encouragement based from the word of God. So go ahead and do that if you have not already done so. All right. So now that we've talked about that, let's preface this post a little bit. Pride versus humility round two. So I need to give you some background on this. If you are unfamiliar with um, Blend Courages You and what we've been doing as of late. So in addition to the podcast and and the blog, um, I'm also on live Thursday nights on Periscope. We're on at 8.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we've been doing a series lately entitled Taming the Tongue. And we started in James chapter three, and that's the basis of what the Lord gave me. And as we've been talking and the series has been developing, it's morphed into pride and humility. And what it boils down to, BCU family, is that our responses to people are pretty basically out of pride or humility. We either answer folks in a way that God is glorified or we don't. There, there, there isn't a middle. It's either we do it or we don't. And that's, that's a tough pill to swallow. It's true. With things um, of God and how we do things, it's black and white. So I, I love a little gray myself. That's just not how God does things. We either do it or we don't. So we, we struggle, and, and that's a whole other story, but just you know, giving you that information. So how many of you all know that when you talk about something, you are going to be tested in that area? So yes, and that's not a reason for us to, you know, not say anything. Testing is a part of the walk of any Christian. And this tells us where we are in Christ, where we might need to come up to. Let me not say that, not might need to, where we need to come up to. And also God uses our test to, you know, um, let us know what we're doing well. You know, so it's, it's all good. It's all good. It doesn't feel good at the time. But it is all good because our father is all good. All right. So that's our basis that, you know, pride versus humility. The Lord's been dealing with me on that. And last time we were together, I talked about uh, pride versus humility story where I was originally uh, offended 
and I actually ended up offending someone else, although they didn't know it. And if you missed that podcast, uh, please go back. It's the episode before this one, so episode uh, number 85. And if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, um, it should be on the homepage still. If you don't see it, Pride versus Humility, round one. If you don't see it, just type Pride and Humility in the search bar, and it should come right up. And if you happen to be listening on Stitcher Radio, on Google Play, or on Apple Podcasts, and that was known as iTunes, uh, you should see episode number 85 just listed there. And uh, check that out and what happened and how the Lord dealt with me on my response to someone that offended me. And uh, you'll see what I'm talking about uh, with um, the pride versus humility. So I do have yet another story where I was the offended. So what I want to do is tell you my story and then what I learned from that. And I'm prayerful with the help of God that I will apply the lesson. Here we go. So I attended a conference not too long ago. And for those of you that have uh, gone to conferences, conventions, meetings, things along those lines, there is usually a registration process where, you know, you register and once you arrive to your destination, you check in and you get the materials and the itinerary and, you know, the t-shirt, the bag, you know, whatever it is that comes uh, with that registration fee. So I, you know, check in and whatnot to my hotel and then I head on over to the place where the registrations are taken care of. I stand in line and wait patiently. And when it's finally my turn, you know, I give an individual my name and I am not on the list. Okay. To be honest with you, I wasn't really concerned about that because I knew it had gotten taken care of. I just figured that there was a mix up and I needed to uh, loop back to the person that took care of it. And I, I know that they did. Obviously, something just didn't get updated in the system. So not a big deal. And I told uh, this individual that I would uh, circle back to the person that took care of it for um, me. In the meantime, what I'd just like to do is take a look at the itinerary for today. And also, I just need to know when I am going to be speaking because at this particular conference, I happened to be one of the speakers. And while I had gotten word um, a few weeks prior as to where I was in the lineup, uh, I know that sometimes things change. So I wanted to be certain of where I was in the lineup. And I also wanted to check to see where I needed to set up so that, you know, I can scope out the room for plugs and for where to put the data show for the uh, PowerPoint presentation to set up the chairs, you know, all of that sort of thing. I like to get a lay of the land prior to uh, going into the room to do a presentation. That's just how I do things. So I, I explained this in shorter form to the individual. You know, I just needed to take a look at the book or look at the itinerary rather. And individual A says, no, I can't do that. So individual A <laughs> refers me to a different person to see if, that they, if there was something that they can do. Now, now mind you, BCU family, I, I, I just wanted to take a look. 
I didn't want to take the itinerary and the itinerary was part of a whole package. So um, obviously this person was just concerned that, you know, if I took part of the package, I don't know if they thought that, you know, it, it, I don't know if it was going to throw their account off. I don't know what the, the, the reasoning was behind the no. I just needed to know where I was. That's, that's all I needed. So they referred me to individual B. All right. So I, you know, walk on over to where individual B is and they're engaged in a conversation or what have you and a very lively conversation if I'm remembering correctly. So I wait and then um, individual B turns their attention to me and I explain that um, I there's a mix-up uh, in the registration obviously that there were some things that weren't quite updated not a problem I'm having that looked into in the meantime I just need to see the itinerary to again see what's happening and where I fall in the lineup so that I am prepared. So what I got <laughs> from individual B was one of the nastiest looks that I have seen in a long time. And, you know, we, we've said it before and we've heard it before, you know, if looks could kill, the look on this, on individual B's face, I, I, I don't even know if I have words to describe it. And I'm one that I don't remember what I ate for lunch last Tuesday. Okay, I, I don't even remember. If you ask me, I, I don't even know. I'd really have to think about it and associate it with some time or whatever to, to realize what I ate that day. This look on, on this individual's face is like etched into my memory. And they, they gave me the searing look. They slid the, you know, they, they grabbed one of the itineraries for me, slid it over to me, and didn't say one word. So at this point, BCU family, what registers on my face is probably surprise. And I'll tell you all why. Individual B and I are acquainted, very lightly acquainted. And what I mean is, is that we don't see each other often. When I have a run into individual B in the past, we've had very brief but very wonderful conversations. You know, exchanging the hi, how are you? You know, love um, what you're doing, you know, that sort of thing. So I was just really surprised and um, frankly, probably very shocked to be treated this way. So I get past that and, you know, start making my notes like I said that I would and waited for individual B to finish up um, another conversation that they were having with someone else and a very pleasant one at that. So once individual B finished up, I handed um, the information back to them and said, you know, I purposely waited just to make sure that I handed this back to you, you know, personally and kept my word that I wasn't going to leave um, and, and take this, this information with me. So, you know, here you go. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate you helping me out. I said, I said something like that. And individual B said nothing just the look came back so <laughs> as quickly as it went away when they started talking to someone else is as quick as it came back when they started talking 
to me. All right, so that's the end of the story. Let's talk about the lessons from the story. So one of the first things that came to mind, BCU family, that the Lord brought to my attention as I was meditating on, you know, what happened and what I could learn out of it is following the Lord's voice and following his instructions. So I'd have to go to John chapter 10 on on that point where Jesus tells his disciples that his sheep know his voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So we have to know Jesus's voice. And the only way that we can know his voice is to spend time with him in prayer, in reading his word, in meditating on his word, in private worship, in corporate worship, and just walking through Christ, walking through life rather with Christ, we're going to know his voice. And we're going to know that when we do mess up, and we will, and to individual A and to individuals B credit, if you will, we all have days where we snap at folks, where our patience is very thin, where we don't respond in a way that gives God glory, where we just are not having a good day. You know, these things happen. And because we're not watching and because we're not praying, and again, I can say this for me, the enemy creeps in and gets the better of our attitude. So that does happen. And, and God gives us uh, provision for us to slip up from time to time. Now, we don't stay slipped up, y'all, but it does happen from time to time. And what we want to do is repent for what we've done. And then we want to rectify the situation as God leads us to do. So if you go back to or if you keep in mind the podcast from last week, I uh, where the flight attendant and I um, didn't agree about where to put my bag. When I got to my seat, I told the Lord all about how wronged I was and how offended I was. And the Lord turned around and told me that I was wrong for the way that I looked at the flight attendant. So you all can see how these two things are related. So I had to go back and apologize to the flight attendant for what it was that I did. All right. So and I take no credit for this. God gets all of the glory now. I I only boast in Jesus. And I can't say where individual B's head was um, at the time of our um, conversation. What I'm saying to all of you is, is that we need to stay in close lockstep with Christ so that when we do mess up, that we repent quickly and that we take care of the situation according to what God says rather than leaning to our own understanding. Sometimes we have to go back to an individual and apologize and pride will keep us from doing that if we let it. So because pride is a product of the flesh, And flesh likes to be comfortable and flesh likes to be right. Uh, Flesh doesn't want to be embarrassed or humiliated. And flesh will tell you, don't go and rectify the situation. After the Lord tells you what to do, if you're tuned into him, uh, the flesh will tell you, don't do that. 
You know, it's too much effort. Um, you got to walk all the way over there. Uh, what is that person going to think of you? Um, you are right and they are wrong. So they actually owe you an apology. Yes, yeah, see, pride will tell you all of that. And if we listen to that strange voice, we will drown out the voice of God and walk in disobedience. So with the help of God, we want to follow what James says in chapter 4, verse 10. And when I say we, you all know it includes me, that we need to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift us up. So it is okay for us to go ahead and apologize first if we need to, if that's what needs to happen in order to follow what it is that God says to do. Be tuned into his voice. So my second and final lesson on this would be around love. And my question would be, where is it? Where is the love? So if we take a look at Matthew chapter 5, right around verse number 46, Jesus asks this question. If you love them which love you, what is your reward? Do not even the publicans do the same. So I, I love this example that Jesus gave because publicans or tax collectors at that time were probably uh, some of the most despised people ever. Tax collectors had a habit of extorting extra money from folks. They were corrupt and there were no systems in place to monitor or punish that corruption. So they pretty much got away with robbing people. So what Jesus was saying here is that if the tax collectors love those that love them and, you know, they don't love those that don't love them, if they're doing this and they're considered, quote unquote, the lowest of the low when it came down to being sinners, what about those of us that name the name of Christ? You know, how much more love should we have toward everyone that we come in contact with? Yeah, and, and that also leads me to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and I want to say it's verse number 7. Oh, no, I'm sorry, verse number 5, where it talks about love, and the scriptures say that love does not behave itself unseemly. It does not seek her own. Love is not easily provoked, and it thinks no evil. So when someone comes to us, BCU family, and they're irritating us with, you know, whatever the, the flavor of the day is, are we easily provoked? Do we automatically think evil and therefore we respond in evil? We're easily provoked, so therefore we fight back in the flesh. Yeah, this is tough. This is tough, BCU family. And it really is. The, the, the word of God is such a spotlight. And it, it gets down in there and lets you know what areas we fall short in so that we can uh, be more mature in the Lord uh, as we are dealing with people. So with the help of God, what we want to do is 
be sure that our responses, whether they're verbal or whether it's body language, that they are full of love. And if we are in tune with God 100%, he's going to let us know how to respond so that that person is blessed, even if we have to correct them, that they are blessed and that God is glorified. The thing is, is that we don't want to lean to our own understanding. We want to be sure to be tuned into the Lord. Our final scripture is Proverbs chapter 3, uh, verses 5 and 6, where it reminds us, Solomon reminds us to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and to lean not to our own understanding. I've leaned on my understanding, y'all, and I've fallen every time. <laughs> so what we are to do is to acknowledge the Lord in all of our ways and he will direct our paths. So we want to be sure that if we do that, then whatever we say or do is going to turn out perfectly because we serve a perfect God. Amen. Amen. BCU family, I've got to tell you that that was getting really good to me. Could you tell? I could have gone on and on. We've got to get ready to wrap things up. Uh, I may do a follow-up post to this. We'll, we'll see in which direction the Lord leads. Uh, nonetheless, we've got two big nuggets here from the Lord of something that we need to meditate on in terms of following the Lord's voice and being sure that love is in everything that we do. So we're going to meditate on what God said. We're also going to apply it with his help. So BCU family, we've got to get ready to uh, go ahead and sign off. Thank you all so much, so much for tuning in. And please be sure to leave a comment. I'm in the comment section on the blendcouragesyou.com site so we can continue the conversation. All right, this is Blend from blendcouragesyou.com signing off. Until Lord will, the next time that we are together, may God bless you keep you, make his face to shine upon you, give you peace, and enable you to answer in humility as you stay on the walk.